Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another chess found thing about the talk mind up. <laughs> what? A chess found? Yeah. You guys are, <laughs> are, like, are you like on your phone? Day, yeah, I see you guys uh, talking on the uh, on Skype. Are you on your are you on your phone? Yeah. Oh, okay. It sounds fuzzy. Yeah, that mic that I had, it, the the board is like broken. And I keep trying to test it out and trying to see if I can adjust it or whatever. And it, it's, I just, it's I remembered your phone sounding better. I wasn't sure. I thought so too. I think you're a little quiet today, but don't worry about it. I think I could fix it in post. <laughs> so uh, we weren't planning on talking about chess till Tony four-star hand said this is a found chess episode <laughs> a chess found episode so everyone's all caught up on on the queen's gambit i assume right no i didn't finish it yet. <laughs> don't talk about it. i didn't finish it yet i'm not gonna talk about it. i'm just joking oh. Oh, okay it's a good movie series oh it's series okay sorry <laughs> I mean, Tony watched all seven episodes in a row, so it's one long movie to him. Yeah. It's like exactly a seven-hour right. movie <laughs> for Tony. <Yeah. laughs> I mean, I, I do like that format, though. Like, most the, the things... limited series? Yeah. Yeah, most things great. need, like, that kind of... Uh, yeah, length. you need... Well, you need... The two things you need is you need that much time to tell a story that good, and then you need to break it up into bite-sized chunks for people like us that don't want to watch a seven-hour movie. Yeah. yeah. We don't want to watch The Irishman. <laughs> Sorry, Irishman. Three and a half hours for real? I'm supposed to sit oh, still for that? For a I bunch of has-beens? Wait, are they has-beens? <laughs> well, hold on. I'm not saying... I'm not going there. I'm just complaining about the time. Just the length. Length of the movie. Yeah. Probably that missing one's... out on a good movie. I mean, that's the, probably, but I'm not gonna watch it. That's the one with the uh, who's it, Robert De Niro? With Bobby D, Bobby D aged, Bobby D, Bobby D aged. Yeah, that's that one, right? Yes. Yeah. Man, that was hard to sit through. Like, <laughs> like, <I laughs> like the length, or the or the uncut gems uncomfortableness. Oh. No, just the length. Oh, okay. Because you know, I have I had this problem. Like, uh, I'll be watching a movie, you know, especially like, like when it's later at night and, uh, like my head will start doing that. Uh, uh. Yeah. <laughs> you, mean you mean you're sleepy? Yeah. I I'm like, I'm falling asleep. And then sometimes I do fall asleep for like 10 minutes or five minutes. And then I wake up, I'm like, oh shit, what time is it? And then suddenly, like, five minutes later or ten minutes later, I'm like, oh, okay, man, I'm tired. I and then you keep there. watching the movie rather than rewinding to see what you uh, missed? I do that all well, the time. What I do is I fall asleep, wake up, rewind it, fall asleep, wake up, rewind it, and I get caught in a loop. <laughs> <laughs> oh and it's God. like the, it's, and it's almost like there's a spot in the movie that triggers me, like a hypnosis. Like, I always, like, I fall asleep on the exact same spot again. Quantum rewind. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm stuck in a quantum day. rewind. This rewind is the one that'll help him finish the movie. Yeah, yeah. 
No, see, I'm looking at the Netflix things. I'm looking at like three and a half hours. So I'm like, dude, I don't know how much time I got left on this planet. I'm not going to be sitting around for three and a half hours. I'm like that with yeah. like two hour and 12 minute movies. And I'm like, ooh, that's kind of long. Yeah. <laughs> You're yeah, asking a lot of me. Like, I, I picked happened? lesser movies because they were shorter. You win tonight because you're 93 minutes. <laughs> I, not going to lie. I watched Chronicle again last night because it's 84 minutes. It's a good movie. It was a good movie. It's a good movie. I, because I wasted the first 15 minutes trying to watch RoboCop 3 uh, and decided it wasn't, it wasn't worth my time. <laughs> Tony, you should watch RoboCop 3 on Amazon Prime and let us know if it still holds up for you. Yes, please. Yes, please. Because... 14-year-old Tony enjoyed RoboCop 3. But also, I mean, if you say RoboCop is on a jetpack fighting ninjas, of course a 14-year-old is on board. Yeah, I feel like who wouldn't like that movie? And then you see RoboCop on with a jetpack fighting ninjas, and you're like, oh. I didn't also, even get that far, by the way. I, I think RoboCop gone, 3 is actually PG-13, so it's like yes, it's it aimed is. It right is. for 14-year-olds. Yes. They're like, now we can get them 14 and up. 13 and up they're like pg-13 that means we can have a 13 year old write this uh (laughs) even though it's written by frank miller unfortunately it's frank miller (laughs) legendary comic writer frank miller unfortunately wrote the screenplay for robocop i think two and three no he just starred in two he's just the the chemist that's how he that's how that was his in they should have just let him keep starring only as a cowering chemist that explodes like he's and, just and the same who role. Who are we to tell Frank Miller what he should and shouldn't be doing? <laughs> but Frank Miller shouldn't have written the screenplay for RoboCop Three. I yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, I, I didn't know he regards. was also an actor. He's not. Is he he just, was just. Is he an actor? No, he's he just played. I think it's just that one role of Frank the chemist scene. on yeah. on RoboCop Two. The one where Kane tells him to. <laughs> I've never. Well, I mean, I've seen him Ricardo before. <laughs> Ricardo's freaking out. Robo that's, freaking that's out. That's Robocop freaking out because we're trash talking him. This is Robocop 1, though, that gift. So that one's good. Yes, that one's good. That's Peter Weller. That's why. Yeah. Sorry, Chad. I'm sorry. What were you saying? I think I've seen him before in a, in a movie or something, but like. Frank Miller? Chad. Yeah, because I looked him up. I was going to say, Chad, look up. Frank Miller. See if he's too? acting in the He looks movies. like he got punched in the nose. Because it's like, it's like means, going one way on his face. That means face. he was in Sin City. <laughs> he, yeah, he's the legendary writer of Sin City and Batman The Dark Knight Returns. And 300. And 300. So then yeah. we're going to tell him that he, he shouldn't seven, write RoboCop 3. Seven acting credits. He was in Sin City, The Spirit daredevil as man with pen in head (laughs) (laughs) robocop 2 is frank the chemist uncredited but we knew who that was yeah you're talking about the devil the dark daredevil one with the one with uh uh colin farrell as as bullseye yeah i'm guessing that's how he got a pen in head (laughs) (laughs) right when you said pen in head i'm like that sounds like bullseye. <laughs> <laughs> Which I mean, uh, Frank Miller did the uh, did another. He did that man without fear, like quote unquote reboot of of 
Daredevil in the 90s, early 90s, which was also amazing. Yeah, so, I mean, he the comics he writes are considered some of the greatest ever written. And then we're like, you shouldn't have wrote RoboCop 3. <laughs> yeah. Especially Dark Knight Returns. That's like number one on so many people's list for what's the greatest comic story ever told. Yeah. And I'll tell it's you like, what's not on there is RoboCop 3. <laughs> <laughs> Who are like, we? I was watching RoboCop 3. It seemed like it was written by a man with the pen in the head. <laughs> <laughs> he stumbled off the set of Daredevil and then wrote RoboCop 3 and sent with it back in pen, time. With the pen in his he head. Used, he he used his pen. head pen to scribble <laughs> RoboCop 3 and then send it back in time. And then he wrote Wolverine Origins. Who are we oh, to tell Frank Miller <laughs> anything? Uh, I, I assume Ricardo's still eating because his mic is muted. Don't unmute it just to chew. Yeah, I'm still eating. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. I just, I just finished eating. <laughs> oh boy. So, how was your week, gentlemen? Uh, it started well, and then I heard RoboCop 3 was available on Amazon Prime. <laughs> it's about to end bad. It's about to end bad. Uh, I saw a poster. Wait, are you about to watch RoboCop no, 3? No, no. I saw a poster somebody sent. I'm not sure if it's true. I didn't look it up. Chad, can you look this up if Japanese Spider-Man is available streaming on uh, Disney Plus? Okay. Or if that was just a fan-made poster. Uh, oh wait, maybe I'll just look on my Disney Plus right now. Let's see. Yeah, why don't we just look on Disney Plus? Whichever's easier. I think they're, the... I think Marvel's using the uh the multiverse theory. So they're calling him Spider-Man 616, like he's from Universe 616. Yeah, the Japanese one is the one where they gave him the Leprodon, the giant robot. Yeah. And he's he's not a human. He's he's an alien with Spider-Man powers. Is it a cartoon? No, no, it's live, live action. action from the 70s? 70s, yeah. Where oh, he, does, he does street karate. I don't see it on, um, oh, and on oh, Disney+. Oh, I'm let down. Uh, okay, just do a... <laughs> Chad, <laughs> I feel like we're not missing anything. Chad, though. do a yeah. search. Do a quick search, please, if you could find out. <laughs> Japanese Spider-Man? Yeah. Uh, what, do you want, what do you want to know about it? I have it. I oh, have it's not that important. It's, not, it's just not that important. <laughs> I mean, it is late 70s, Japanese. He has like a Zord. Yeah, Leprodon. The giant robot. 41 episodes. Uh, a movie. This is thrilling podcast right here. <laughs> I, it, it is more exciting than talking about chess, though. It I'll is. Say. It is. I watched the Magnus uh, documentary last night. Magnus Carlson. He's a noise. He's like the number one chess player right now. Oh, now you're hyping up because you were talking trash earlier on Skype. Yeah, I well, know. You're I about, thought, Chad was about to drop a challenge. Like, I thought he was genius level. Like, uh, no, like no one can defeat him. He's cr- like, he's crazy good. Like, you know, like, like super special. But like, I saw he got like, a lot of defeats. Was he playing so, black when he got defeated? Oh, <laughs> that's, how, that's how chess goes. Black, chess. white, it doesn't matter. Well, because che- black starts at a slight disadvantage, especially if you don't know what you're doing like us. Yeah. I mean, ch- chess isn't like, you know, like boxing or MMA where you're like, oh, this guy's undefeated. 
and he fought 40 times. And it's like, they'll play like 40 games in a week. <laughs> like, they're not going to win it's them not all. Good they're not gonna, nobody's going to be undefeated. Yeah, apparently. Uh, watch out, Magnus. Chad Radish is coming for you on chess.com. <laughs> Chad Radish with two Bs. fame is he is undefeated. Get him, get him Chad. He's Magnus Carlson has never defeated Chad Radish. Chad Radish. Magnus, I don't know if you're ready. If you ever you might want to decline a challenge from Chad Radish on chess.com. Radish with two D's. Had never castled until yesterday. He is a prodigy. He never had to castle until yesterday. (laughs) Sure. I mean, it's a pretty cool move. I mean (laughs) everybody should do it. You guys should all do it. Magnus, if you're paying attention, you should try castling. You should try castling. It's a game changer. Yeah. Well, basically, basically, it keeps your um, king from the center, even it's, though it's in the... In it's the, a free in, move that protects your king. And you get one free move, basically, because you're moving two be, Get ready, Magnus. It feels like you're cheating, because the king moves two squares and the rook moves all in a simultaneous move. And you're going to think you're cheating, but you're not, Magnus. Don't worry. <laughs> Magnus, if someone accuses you of cheating when they see it, We're point the to a rule. What's that? <laughs> He's like one of the best chess players in the world. and you guys <laughs> He is Tony. the best chess yeah. player in the He's world. He's not one yes, of the best. We're, he is the best chess player in but, the world. Okay, so and I we are giving him advice because maybe he doesn't know this yet. He's I young. Just found He's, out. He's young. He's only 29. Undefeated Chad Radish just found out, so maybe <laughs> Magnus Carlsen doesn't. Didn't know about it. If a um, player like Chad Radish remained undefeated without even castling, I can only imagine how much more powerful he's going to be with castling. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, he just learned of the impassant <laughs> yesterday, too, and that got a little nervous. He got him a little nervous. Yeah, that was, that was weird. That's a weird move. <laughs> <laughs> like that, that, That's a fringe that, move. Yeah, that, that, that almost seems like you're already dominating the board. And then the other yeah, make a tries, dumb mistake. <laughs> no, and then no, then then another player wants to like, oh, I have this my, my final pawn. Let me move it out, you know. And then like, it's like, nope. I, I, I imagine you just take you. Like, I, oh. I imagine the rule got created when like the other player was winning and advancing towards the end, and then the one guy with his lone pawn just does that double square jump, and then uh-huh. so they can't see the other pawn can't capture him. And then that pawn marches all the way to the board in Queens, and the other player loses, and he's like, that move shouldn't be allowed anymore. <laughs> I was winning. Sore loser. Rules are written by sore losers. So some French, it was some French sore loser created the en passant rule. <laughs> French sore loser? That's redundant. Oh. I apologize, France. <laughs> Who are so- we to tell France? <laughs> I don't know. France don't know Miller. What- that he should have written the en passant rule. So is there a, is there a, a way that they could, uh, or is there a, a, a term that they call chess if they don't play with all those weird rules? If they just play like straight up. No castling, no en passant. Yeah, it's called probably the original chess. It's called kindergarten chess. Because <laughs> <laughs> we don't know no better. Like, like again, if you're if you're playing like a friend or something, you can make up your own rules. You can give the other person odds. Like, I'll play you without one of my knights, and you'll just take one of your knights off the board, and then start the game like normal. 
So, so in an official game of chess, basically it's on passant, castling, and the um, the pawn moves to uh, first move can, can move two, two species, players. and that's yeah. and that's it. And and, yeah. and how the how the pieces move basically, and then everything else is what we all remember. Yeah, okay. Dark Ages chess. Everything <laughs> <laughs> else is Dark Ages chess. You already said we're not going to talk about chess. Oh. <laughs> that's all we're talking about i it's my fault i made the joke and then everyone started talking about I'm it i'm sorry so, tony i know i said i could fix you in post but you got to start yelling jokes because you're getting quieter and quieter or you got to jiggle your phone or something unplug your mic back in are you using a mic on your phone his phone is plugged into that soundboard <laughs> <laughs> he's like this soundboard's bad so i plugged my phone into it <laughs> Yeah, it's right. It's right next to my face right now. Oh, you sound good. Oh, now. Okay, just keep it there. Keep it right there. Yeah, would he Bobby leaning away like some corporate executive? And so, okay, so like one thing I didn't understand is like, so oh, we're still talking what, about chess. Yeah, yes, quiet. Well, I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm talking about when he became world champion. Oh, like okay. yes. he, when he played against the Indian dude, and they had like this whole team of Indian guys like playing against like computers practicing against his moves to find all his weaknesses those are called seconds so and then they're all wait, what's called seconds like the people playing that are they're helping the other yeah, they're like they help, they're okay, like yeah. they're like coaches they're like trainers like sparring yeah. partners basically and then they, they magnus magnus just plays in his head by himself right basically yeah he's like why would i why would I listen to any of you guys? I'm the best player in the world. I'm but literally the best. You're, he's like, you're all second to me. Oh. <laughs> I learned by whooping on all of you. And then the Indian guy was kind of like, like doing good against him, like kind of like not crushing him, but like, like Magnus couldn't find a way. Like he was like, uh, how do you say that? He wasn't like losing. They were still drawing, but it, it was weird. Like how, when they draw, one is kind of the loser in a way. It's weird. What, what That's happens? What I didn't is, understand. It's what happens is uh, it, white naturally has the advantage when you play because white makes Ghost the first move, first. so white establishes the tempo. Mm -hmm. And tempo is one of the things you fight for. Like when your move forces your opponent's your opponent's move is based on your move. That's that means you have tempo. So white naturally starts with tempo. So if you play a game and draw, it's considered black uh, got the better of white because black started with a disadvantage and ended up with a draw. Oh, That's generally how ooh. it's viewed. It's not, you know, it's I, still I'll, worth the same. When you're scoring thing. tournaments. Sorry, Tony, what? But that I'm gonna, I'll tell you one thing. These stories are riveting. <laughs> <laughs> Tony feels like he's watching the, uh, the Irishman right now. Yeah. I'll Tony's watching the Pawns Gambit right now. <laughs> which is the extended ending of the Queen's Gambit, like like when the hobbits go back to the Shire and beat up thugs. Oh, okay. Then I was gonna ask this question then, Tony. Like so is it chess related? Uh, of course it is. Kind of. It's like <laughs> because like if you Chad's don't like Tony, you to think you could beat the radish? <laughs> <laughs> That's his question. <laughs> Are you like, like? Does that mean like you're kind of rad, or yeah, is it's two D, so it's sort of rad, okay. not sort the vegetable, rad. not the root vegetable. 
Go ahead. I was going to ask everyone like, so what is like a, like a weird, like not weird, but like a hobby you guys have that you guys never really talk about. Yes. Like, what do you guys are into <laughs> that? Like, light, light of because like, like AMD, like uh, Atomic Mind Dump, you guys never really talk about chess that much. But obviously, no. Alan plays a lot of chess. Yeah, Alan's been never playing really chess. Talking. Yeah, for yeah year, like a dec over a decade. I've been doing sleight of hand card magic for years. Me, me too. <laughs> I started a little more recently though, but yes, me too. I I used to like uh, have a lot of card tricks and stuff. And also your hobby. Is that one of your nerdy hobbies that we don't talk about on the show? Wait, what what kind of card tricks? Uh like, you know, the I don't want to give away my tricks, but it's a yeah. lot of it's a lot of pick a card, is this your card? And he picks yeah. it. <laughs> and I show yeah. you your card that you selected. Okay. I'll check your pockets. <laughs> whoa, 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 slow down. That's like that's like Magnus Carlson level of of <laughs> sleight of hand yeah that's that david blaine man yeah i don't i don't have that david blaine going i can't be doing like reverse pickpocketing so we used to do this thing at my work they would like just for fun people would they called it magic monday where people would <laughs> volunteer to do a magic trick like that they just learned and i feel like chad i'm gonna call you out i feel like your attitude ruined Magic Monday. <laughs> and Steve, oh, right? Wasn't Steve you and one Steve of the culprits too? Come on. Like, yeah, you, guys are trying to, you, guys, you two were trying to win at Magic Monday. Yeah, these people are like no, brand new learning magic. And then you're sitting there like, I'm going to burn you. I'm going to figure out what you're doing. I'm going to point out all your mistakes. You're like, I just learned this trick. Like, I, I'm so new at it. My hands shake when I do card tricks. <laughs> and they're like trying to burn me. Like, oh, I saw what you did there. It's like, this isn't even fun. No, but the last straw was, the last straw was I learned that the, I don't know if you did, it's called the back palm vanish where you flick the card and you hold it on the, the back of your hand, but you show them only your palm to show that the card disappeared, right? It's a very basic move. But I did it because I just learned it. I was excited. So I showed it to him. And Chad's like, why don't you show us the other side of your hand? <laughs> and I'm like, bro, you know the card is there. I'm not, it's not sorcery. Like you're I'm not, not trying to demonstrate sorcery. It's just a sleight of hand move. <laughs> so then I'm like, okay. And then I tried something different where I whipped my hand up and down when I did the trick, but I dropped my hand below the desk level for like a split second and literally dropped the card on the floor and then did the vanish where I showed him both sides of my hand and Chad was like, whoa. And then Steve was sitting right next to me. He goes, the card's right there. He just points the card on the ground. I'm like, you guys are jerks. Chad, six, nine. He's like, your honor, the card is behind his hand. <laughs> I will testify to that fact and lock everyone else up. I, I, I remember M- Mel's trick with, when she put the card in the freezer. Yeah, she did a David Blaine. Uh-huh. Didn't she? Oh, she, she, she set it up David twice, Blaine. right? Just in case you guys wanted her to repeat the yeah, trick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she was she was next level mind gaming. Melanie Blaine. I never saw that one. That was what uh, did she do? She put the card in the freezer. Then... It was like. It was one of those pick a card, is this your card kind of things. Yeah. But um, it was just like this through process of elimination. She would whittle down the cards and then she was like, be like, oh, I can't find the card. And then she's like, oh, wait, I think it's there and pull a bottle out of the freezer. And it was in the <laughs> bottle. <or something. laughs> 
Dude, we were like, no way. <laughs> Steve couldn't snitch that one away. No, no. Oh, my God. Even though Chad and Steve probably tried, huh? I didn't like, see that trick. I, I don't think it was there. She's a witch. Yeah, She's a witch. Great. Yeah, yeah. So we burned her. We burned her. <laughs> They couldn't, they couldn't like card burn her, so they witch burned her. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't do anything after that. Like, after that trick, I you're like, I ain't even trying. Yeah, no, no. I need to, I need to record these tricks that I'm that I do just so I can see where the mistakes are and then post them on social media. Don't put them on so social Chad, media because that's so where the Chad, burners are. Nobody wants to enjoy ball. magic. Yeah. Chad with his burner phone going, uh, make a call going, I see the card. If and then Steve comments, the card's right there, and he points to the ground. <laughs> I've, I've recorded, I've captured the video and slowed it down and watch where it goes. <laughs> my, my, uh, my sister, my sister's boyfriend was, was good at, um, at card tricks. Uh-huh. So, like, like he was, he was good at poker. That's why I can't play poker against him because oh, if you're everything. good at poker and card tricks, I feel like you're not good at poker. You're just good at card tricks. Because <laughs> 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 that's that's sus, bro. No, Is he'd make things. He'd do things where like, like I don't know how he did it, but then he did something, and then all of a sudden, like he made the cards fly, and then one was sticking against the the, the window, and you're like, "Oh, what? that's a David and Blaine movie." Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, oh and it's outside, right? It's not yeah. on the inside of the window. I'm I'm not gonna chat and tell you how that trick is done, but I know how it's done. Oh, okay, <laughs> it involves a bunch of Indian players on computers. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one of the coolest things that that I saw was uh. So we used to go bowling, right? And a, a lot of Japanese people. And yeah. um, some, one of the guys there, you know, he's a young guy. And he, he, I guess he always carries around a deck of cards. And uh, he starts doing magic tricks on the, on the table in the bowling alley. And, on that uh, overhead projector where you write your score down? No, there's like they have like tables, you know, just like yeah, like, a, like around the little seats for where you eat yeah. your chicken fingers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, he was doing magic. He just pulled out a deck of cards, started doing magic tricks, and I was like, "Holy shit, that's fucking cool!" Wouldn't it be and funny then, if you pull out a deck of cards and can't do magic tricks? <laughs> <laughs> that's me. No. Well, so the reason he was so good is because his dad was a magician in Japan. Like oh, a wow. famous, famous magician. <laughs> and he's oh, sadly doing really good. Yeah, he's sadly doing the tricks because he didn't want to learn, but he was forced to. Yeah. yeah Got to do these tricks. <laughs> I get beat. Like when I learned violin like all my other friends. Uh, that's Chinese people, Alan. Keep sorry. up. I got my but races your, wrong. But with your racist stere- Asian stereotypes. Oh, sorry. Japanese is card magic and karate. i was actually chad i was actually at a poker tournament once and i made it far enough into the tournament where like the remaining few players decided to just split the winnings Uh, it was at a casino so while the the dealer was putting everything away and the floor person was getting the payouts ready one of the players had a deck of cards in his pocket 
and he started just doing card tricks on the poker table. And we were like, oh, that's really cool. But the dealer was like, sir, you can't do that here. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it makes sense. I I was on the dealer's side, but that's (laughs) yeah. No, no, I just, it it didn't occur to me that like, oh yeah, you can't, you're not allowed to do that here. Yeah, that's not. No, what happened was the dealer and that guy are, were in on it. They're going to oh, split yeah. the winnings. Yeah, yeah. He's like, you can't just out us like that, bro. <laughs> we thought he said sir, but it's like, Sergey, you can't do that here. <laughs> Takashi69, you can't do that here. <laughs> Chad Radish, put the Chad deck of cards away. <laughs> Alan, tell us how, how the, the window trick is done. Oh, I don't know that one. Brian said, Wait, you can't reveal you can't reveal the tricks Big on magic is gonna murder me. Hold on, Brian's putting on his ridiculous mess. He's not gonna tell you, but his pro wrestling analog will. <laughs> you got a card, brother. What happens is you 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 either force no, keep doing it with that voice. Keep doing it with that voice. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't do it. You either force the card the pick that you want and have a duplicate card, or you actually move the card to where you need it. And then you have to hand it off to a, a buddy somehow, and they stick it on the outside of the window. <laughs> and then everyone's still facing you. So when you throw the cards at the window, they turn real quick, and they only see the card sticking there after your cards bounce off. Oh, wow. So it's a two-person trick. You need you – need, that's why Alan said you need a room, a room full, full of, of Indians, Indians on computers. I knew that part. I just didn't know how the the – trick was done <laughs> i just know that some tricks you know someone has to be involved yeah like if you if you're like if if you got a bunch of steves and chads that are always watching for anyone <laughs> around you you have to do the card force <laughs> where you force them to pick a check card <laughs> that's their name now anyone that does that they're steves and chads uh, <laughs> but if uh, you if you have them sign the card then you've got to be able to like move the card to where you want it in the deck and hand it off Oh, okay. The, hey, the Steves and Chads, they, they be looking up. What was that, Ricardo? Yeah, yeah the, the Steves and Chads. <laughs> Big Magic again. shutting Ricardo down. Please repeat mm-hmm. that, Ricardo. Big Magic won't let you finish the sentence. He's gone. <laughs> He's gone. <laughs> He's dead. His mic is muted. A Steve got him. <laughs> <laughs> He's in the freezer, guys. I think he's in the freezer. (laughs) (laughs) My my bad. I I got an incoming call. Okay. Was it big magic? Yeah. Yeah, I said the Steves and Chaz, they they be looking up your sleeve. (laughs) (laughs) Like they shake your hand and then like push the sleeve up. (laughs) Such a minor comment to have big magic try and stop. They don't even like us telling jokes about magic. Like, <laughs> hey, magic's not a joke. Otherwise, it would be comedy. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I love magic. Nobody look at the amazing Jonathan. <laughs> I don't really care for magic. Dude, I went to one of his shows. Oh, Chad. Oh, it's all, all the same it. thing. Oh, Chad's all it's about just the same words. thing. Like, oh, look, this, is, this disappears, and it's over here now. This disappears, and it's over here now. That's all it is. You know what? Why am I, but his why am I surprised that Chad would do it's that? It's a car. Would... Now it's a robot. It's a car. Now it's a robot. <laughs> no. why, why are we surprised that Chad doesn't like magic? Chad's a burner. Chad, right, he's a Chad. <laughs> Chad's and Steve's don't like magic. They don't like the joy magic brings. <laughs> Chad, you don't like surprises? 
<laughs> I don't like surprises. No, I kind of don't like surprises. I don't like that you know what card I picked. <laughs> Seven. I want to burn you at the stake. <laughs> um, I'm I mean, tell it was, the judge how you did the trick, so you have to serve time, and I get a was, sentence. It was cool, like in that. What do you call it? Uh, um, catch me if you can. Was it catch me if you can? Or uh, no? Now, now you see, you it see or, me. Yeah, like he did the card trick in the beginning of the film, and it was like, it was like I think it was seven of hearts or something like that. Seven of diamonds. Yeah. Seven of diamonds. That was cool. Oh, with that riffle shuffle where everyone sees the card, <laughs> the audience yeah, yeah. La- like latches onto the card. The way he did it was he had a room full of Indians playing chess on a computer. <laughs> I think of that what you do is you get multiple copies of that card. So when you do the riffle through it, you see that one longer. Oh, so you end up choosing it. I'm still yeah. wearing the striped mask. That's why I said that. Brian, how dare you reveal secrets. <laughs> now there's two Chads in the room. <laughs> or a Chad and a Steve. I'm just mad because the sequel wasn't called Now You Don't. I'm just saying. I, know. I mean, Dan when Harmon I has a whole bit about that. A, am I, Wait, you want to say something? Yeah. Yeah. You like, stopped talking. That's why we stopped. Because you were talking over me. <laughs> but uh, You're very quiet. We can't hear you. God, Brian, you keep talking over him. <laughs> I'm trying to get him to talk. Uh, speak Steve. Up. Speak Stop up, Steven. Stop speak burning up, Tony. Him. Get that flip flop out of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm right next to the speaker on my phone. Was I? It was like this quiet last time. You, no, this is bad. What you're doing is bad. Shame on you, Tony, for this. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you I fell asleep during the there. podcast. T- Tony, you pull in a Ricardo, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Okay. Okay. Go ahead, Tony. Well, Go ahead. Yeah, but what I was gonna say is, uh, um. When I was a kid, they I had a I got a deck of cards that were slightly like uh, angled a little bit, so you can uh, pull like you have someone pick a card, and then you can just pull their their card out. You flip the deck around to where the bigger end is on one side. (laughs) Oh, and it sticks out. So you when they put the card back, it, it. you haven't put it in the reverse way, so it automatically marks it. Yeah, so you can just grab onto it and then pull it out of the deck. <laughs> and it that's was that, I, had a, I yeah. like it. I never thought about that. Yeah. Oh, that's weird. I didn't know they did that. You could do it with uh, an unmarked deck also. You just need a room full of Indians on computers. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and what they do is there's 52 of them, and they each pick a card. <laughs> they so they one each of represent a right. card. <laughs> so anyway did you look at your precious transformers chad with yeah the racist... I, I looked at it and it, it is true it's true um wait here well, i, I mean have... it's not it looks like it's true it's not like no, it it's is. never been verified it is well it's verified. hasbro pulled it hasbro yeah. pulled it it said uh in november 2017 power of the primes jazz became a center of minor controversy when it discovered those figures that go includes the acronym maga in tiber in tiny Cybertronian text. So they found it and then they removed it. So they don't know who put it on there. Uh, they said a freelance artist did it or something. And then they, re- means, they re-released it. In that means the, if you have the MAGA version, it's worth more. <laughs> that's what I, was, I was looking up on eBay, but I guess, I guess not. It's, it's, you can buy it for like 12 bucks. 
The MAGA one? Yeah. Oh, wow. There's someone that's just selling. But it's not like it's not like it's said that it ha- like this person knows that it has MAGA on it or anything, but I could see that it ha- has an insignia on, on it. Hey, but it's hey, so I, tiny. I, I, it's so tiny. Mm. Oh, shit. Tony was saying something and then dropped out. He dropped out. Hey, are they still uh, doing the Transformer movies? Or are they uh, yeah. after? Yeah, um, they just actually the other day they said that the um, the director for the new uh, the second Bumblebee movie is the director for uh, the the second Creed movie. He directed the second Creed movie and he's going to direct the second Bumblebee movie now. Yeah, I love, I love the first Bumblebee movie. I thought they did a great job with it. And Creed two. Yes, well, Creed, two Creed one and two and Bumblebee. <laughs> yeah, and I need then, to watch that one. And then they're also making a Beast Wars uh, movie too, Ooh. I guess. Yeah. What was, was that? that Who made that sound? Yeah. <laughs> Who made that Macho Man sound? <laughs> hey, man, Beast Wars is good. You guys should watch it. Hold on I a second. Tony, we still can't hear you. You're still lit up microphone. I don't know what's happening. What? Can you hear me now? Now oh, we can hear you now. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay, because you guys were. We were what? What? You guys Because you guys. Uh... Everyone stop talking. Tony's too quiet. What'd you say, Tony? Because you guys... Stop walking away from your phone mid-sentence. Tony, it's not too loud. It's not too loud, Tony. Tony, set your phone to 80. Okay, your audio is horrible right now. I don't know what to do with you. You guys are talking over me. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. I don't. I gotta burn him out of the podcast. This is the worst. Hey, you gotta, you Actually, that static episode happened. was the worst. We're gonna have to eighty-six you. Yeah. Chad's gonna have to say, "Show us the back of your microphone," and Steve's gonna be like, "His microphone's on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> he has his webcam plugged in. It's got a shirt over it." <laughs> and the shirt's dirty because I'm a snitch. <laughs> oh shit! The microphone's <laughs> in the freezer. He had two microphones in the freezer. <laughs> the problem is they're both plugged in at the same time. <laughs> All right. Anyway, yeah, I don't know. Oh, there we go. Oh, it sounds. Oh, good. there he goes. There he goes. That's weird, because the sensitivity—like I tested it before—and the sensitivity level was going all the way, all the way green. You're like so the only dude. I mean, we all have some technical difficulties, but you're the one with the most constant tech difficulties. <laughs> Every time we <laughs> with like different devices. Me. I don't know. Things just keep breaking. I don't. You know what? I I don't mean this in a bad way, but with that power you've got, maybe IT is not the the line of work for you. <laughs> Ice breaks. I don't I, mean I, that I, in a bad way. Maybe if there was a job of a guy that breaks technology, <laughs> <laughs> like some kind of a spy craft thing. Like, hey, we need you to go stand over by the. 
Hasbro building or whatever. Like Mattel hires you to stand by Hasbro factory. They pull some strings and get you in as Hasbro's IT guy. Yeah. Uh, I just break the like in uh, office space. The, the printer just printer destroy work, printers. Like. Nah, I know that's false. You would just sell the printer on Craigslist. <laughs> yeah, probably. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go, guys. All right, bye, bye. 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 <laughs> This is the end. This is the end. Man, I guess cut it out.